and I did not end up where I started, which is so common that what you think you're going to do and where you think you're going to go is not at all where you end up. Exactly. And so the, the Think everything. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila, the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring life experiences. Today's guest, Robin Sachs, helps smart people get out of their own way so they can show up with real confidence, stress less, and accomplish more, regardless of the situation. She will be sharing with us personal life experiences of what it took to get to where she is today. Hello, Robin, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hi, Sheila. Thanks for the invite to share with your audience. It's a privilege to host you on our platform today. In brief, who is Robin? Where does she come from? Stuff like that before we set the ball rolling. All right. So geographically speaking, Robin comes from Cleveland, Ohio in the United States. Uh, I've lived in a few different states, but Cleveland is definitely home for most of my life. Uh, where I've come from, um, I, I grew up in the Cleveland area, uh, stayed in the Cleveland area to go to college, mm. and then I ended up uh, trying out a couple of different careers, I guess you could say, um, and I did not end up where I started, which is so common that what you think you're going to do and where you think you're going to go is not at all where you end up. Exactly. And so the, the journey, sort of in a nutshell, the journey uh, started working in a family business, uh, working my way up a bit, um, having a hand in, in running that business for a few years, and waking up one day and thinking, wow, there are a lot of wonderful things about this, yeah. but it has nothing to do with what I want to do. What is it that I want to do? Um, and so I, I went into a couple of different careers. I tried some things out and what I ended up learning, uh, which, which brought me to what I do today, what I've done for quite a number of years now, um, was I realized that one, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you can go find something else. And we can, we can talk a lot more about that. Um, and also I've found that when, you're doing stuff that is making you happy or that you're being fulfilled in some way or that for, there are things you do like about it, that doesn't mean you need to keep doing that forever. And it's important to kind of check in with yourself occasionally to think about, do I still wanna keep doing this? Uh, if I wanna do something different, what is it that I'd like to do and how can I start moving in that direction to get there? Uh, one of the things that, that really was instrumental in me doing what I do today as a confidence coach and a self-talk coach is I was in the television news industry for a number of years mm -hmm. and uh, amazing experience, met phenomenal people uh, from all over the world, but the, the negativity of the news industry, especially here in the States, was mm. from a value standpoint really rubbing me the wrong way. Okay. and. So one of the things that I would talk to people about just sort of in conversation is, you know, the news always tells you what's going wrong, but
but they don't give you the other side of the story and also tell you what's going right. Yeah. They only tell you half the story. And if you yourself don't remind yourself, there's another half of the story that is quite positive. It's not always people, you know, doing bad things. There are people doing amazingly good things. Yeah. It's not just people, you know, not being kind to one another. People are unbelievably kind to one another. Balance that out. Make sure you have the whole story because it's easy to get caught up in that negative thinking and you're surrounded by it, right? We're, we're surrounded by it in exactly. mass media and, and things like that. It's so easy to just think that things are, are just really always bad. And so it became a passion of mine when I left that news industry to really help people both for themselves and for, for other people make sure you see both sides of the story exactly. because if you're only telling yourself about what you don't do well and what you have to stay in even if it's not the best job or the best situation yeah. i want people to know that no there's another side to that story and just make sure you're giving yourself both sides so that you can be in a place of choice often you can make a decision you can feel maybe not as stuck because you can do something about it so how do you empower yourself and so much of that starts right here exactly it's not outside of us so much starts right here well as as you were talking a number of things came up this i didn't have this as part of the questions today but it came up and i i feel like i should put it across and let's get your view on it as well what or how can somebody who is expecting to be successful in a particular area you know the person is putting in a lot of effort it's not like they are not working towards it. They are working towards their goals. They are working towards their dreams, but they seem not to be achieving much. And that that alone can be a lot of weight on the individual and can affect them massively. How can somebody like that manage things until they see things turn around? Or what can they do to see things turn around? Because that alone can cause stress. Absolutely. Oh, it's a great question, Sheila. Yeah. I'm glad that that, that, that came up. Yeah. You know, the, the first thing that I always think about with a question like yeah. that is if there's something I'm saying I want to do yeah. or want to accomplish or a goal I want to reach the first thing I always want to make sure mm -hmm. is do I want to accomplish that goal for me or is there someone else or something else that makes me want to accomplish that yeah. goal in other words what's the why behind it mm. because very very different motivators very very different stresses one could be a very positive stress if it's for me and I want to keep plugging forward because I want it it can be a very different type of stress yeah. that can become debilitating yeah. if I, I don't really necessarily care but I want to do it or I feel I have to do it yeah. for someone else yeah. so the first thing I think to really just realize is am I wanting this for me or am I wanting this for some other reason yeah because that takes the conversation in two very different places. If it's for me, truly, you know, whether it's something professionally, whether it's something like health and fitness mm -hmm. or weight loss, it could be so many different things. One thing is to acknowledge that plateaus are a thing. You're not, success doesn't just look like this. You're yeah. gonna, it's like a staircase. You're going to walk up one and then the next and the next, and you're just going to keep moving up. Success looks like this. You take a couple steps up, and then you're going to take one back. Yeah. And then you take three up, and then you're going to take two back. 
And over time, you're going to go way up yeah. if you keep going. Mm -hmm. But with those little setbacks, a lot of times, again, it's so easy to get in our heads and go, this is never going to work or I'm never going to get there. So another thing is know that if you celebrate the little wins and expect the little setbacks, just make sure you're moving in the direction you want more often than the other direction because you're going to move in both. Yeah. So know that that, own that, accept that, and expect that because that's, that's, a, that's a key to keep you going even when it feels like I'm, I'm falling backwards or I'm, I'm staying where I am and not moving. So that's something too that's a little mindset shift. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you're doing something, if you think about it for someone else, not because you want it, but because I think I have to or do feel I have to for some reason, or I just want to show someone I can do it, because mm. those are valid mm. sometimes. Mm. Those are real. You know, the, the question becomes you know, how do you, how do you empower yourself maybe to say no, or how do you empower yourself to switch gears? How do you give yourself permission to say, you know what, that's not what I want. And, you know, by shifting gears, you can now take your value out into the world where here you wouldn't take your true value out into the world. You would just check a bunch of boxes. Yeah. But at some point down the line, you might start questioning, is that what I should have done? Or yeah. is that what I was supposed yeah, to, to do? do. Um, I don't feel I brought my worth yeah. or value out because I yeah. just checked boxes. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually bring my gift to the world. So some, some different answers, but yeah. you know, the first thing is to just validate why are you doing what you're doing? And if there's a valid reason you're doing what you're doing and you want to keep doing it, empower yourself to make as many mistakes as you can because that's how you're going to get ahead faster and that's counterintuitive sometimes yeah. but it's the truth i like i like the bit about um, empower yourself to make many mistakes as much as you can because it will empower you i really like that one but how can one cut down stress in half immediately so one of the things one of the ways i'll actually share a couple if that's okay great, great. yeah sure. you know one way to, to instantly cut stress in half mm -hmm. is to start talking to yourself like you would talk to a friend. What I mean by that is we actually create a great deal of our stress with our self-talk. Yeah. Not other people. It's not situations. Mm -hmm. It's not what's coming at us. It's, it's honestly how we're talking to ourselves and how we're reacting to everything coming at us. And so... It's funny, the analogy that I'll use sometimes is, let's say we had 100 people in a room, mm -hmm. and I, I got the group together and we took a picture, yeah. and we printed the picture out and started passing that picture around the room. Mm -hmm. Every person would do the exact same thing. They'd look at the picture, and out of 100 people, what would they look at? Themselves. Themselves. Yep. Themselves. 99 people don't even exist. Yeah. I'm looking for me. And, and what's usually the first thought we have when we see ourselves in a picture? <gasps> what? I'm not even smiling. My eyes are closed. Mm, what's mm, with mm, my mm. hair? I don't like what I'm wearing. Why was I? That's a horrible color. Yeah, exactly. We find seven things we cannot stand yeah. instantly. Yeah. And it, it's funny when you think about it, but in the moment, it's that negative self-talk voice going, 
are you looking the best you can look? And of course the yeah. answer is, well, what does that yeah, mean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we criticize ourselves. We bully ourselves so much more than people outside of us tend to. And the, the beauty of that, the power in that is, if I'm my problem, I can solve that pretty yeah. quickly by doing it a little differently. And so, because if I passed that picture around a second time and told everyone to look at everyone else, we'd look at everyone else and go, what a great picture of you. We, we talk to other people differently than ourselves. And so if you think about if a friend is having a really stressful time with something and they come to you to talk and they say, oh, this is awful, I'm so bad at this, I have to go talk in this meeting at work and lead the team and I'm not good at this and I don't like speaking and I don't do this well and what if I'm not prepared? We wouldn't say to them, yeah, you're, you're probably gonna bomb, you're gonna blow it. Yeah. We would never say that to yeah. them. Yeah. We tell that to ourselves. Yeah. But what we would say to a friend is, hey, you're pretty good at this stuff. You actually know your stuff. You do it all the time. That's probably why they asked you to be the one to lead it. Exactly. They already know you're that good. Just believe it. We would encourage them. We'd remind them of what they already do well. Yeah. So if you really start getting in the habit of, first of all, being aware of how you're talking to yourself in your own head, and two, shifting or managing that conversation by talking to yourself, imagining you were talking to a friend. Yeah. So it's a great way to start doing that. And a, a helpful way to practice this really quickly is give that negative self-talk voice a name. Hmm. So let's say, let's say I call mine Bob. Okay. So let's say that when I hear that negative self-talk voice, oh, Robin, you're not going to do well in this interview. That's mm. you. What if she asks you questions you don't know or can't answer? Yeah. I can be aware that that's what I'm saying to myself, and I can stop and say, Bob, I know my stuff. All I'm doing is sharing with people. I'm sharing what I do know. It doesn't matter what I don't know. I'm sharing what I know. Yeah. So, Bob, you can go sit down in the corner and be quiet. Because yeah. I'm going to go ahead and talk to Sheila yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can start talking back to that voice. And what it does quickly is it starts to separate that negative critical voice from your own. And your voice becomes the empowered one. Mm, mm. Because for some people, what that does is it's the very first time in their own heads they've ever actually stood up for themselves. And that feels amazing. So a couple of quick ways that you can start shifting that self-talk, which brings your confidence levels up and brings your stress levels down at the same time pretty quickly. It's, it's really empowering. It's amazing. Wow. 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 I was going to be asking you how can one learn to shift self-talk, body language, and mental game to exude more confidence. But I think you've summed it up in this particular question. Unless there is more you want to add, to it, then we'll move on to another question. Well, you know what, Sheila, it's dangerous to ask me that because I could talk about this stuff for days. So why don't we move on and, and that way we can cover some more things. Okay, let's throw more light on uh, some of the things that can get in the way of one's self-confidence. Mm, so that self-talk is probably one of the biggies, mm. definitely, right? So mm -hmm. nobody gets in our way more than we do. Exactly. And so the way that I, I look at it is if you, you know, a, a seesaw yeah, yeah, on a playground, yeah. a tutor totter. So st 
stress and confidence, if they're on a seesaw on mm -hmm. a playground, the more your stress level goes up, the more your confidence, confidence goes, goes down. down. Well, yeah. The more your confidence goes yeah. up, your yeah. stress level yeah. goes down. So they're really interconnected. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. the idea is, I think a lot of times we think about how do we manage our stress? Yeah. And what I want to invite people to start thinking of, and we'll talk about a few ways you can do this when this gets in the way, you can manage your stress. You could also build your confidence because when you build your confidence, your stress naturally comes down. So we can talk about a couple different things. So what gets in the way to create more stress is often life. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Life gets in the way because what, what we tend to do is one, we, and, and no judgment, just awareness, because awareness is where your power lies exactly. in awareness. What we often do is as human beings, because we're creatures of habit, mm -hmm. we get up and we do the same things all the time that we always do. And we go to sleep and we get up the next day and we do the same things. We think the same things. We say the same things. We do the same things. So creatures of habit can help us sometimes, yeah. right? So that we can be on a positive autopilot and, and get things done that we do. However, habits and autopilot can get in the way big time. Because what happens is if I'm always doing things the same way, but those things aren't serving me that's going to get in the way and i'm always going to feel more stressed exactly. and less confident it's going to be off kilter so part of it is how do i then manage getting off of autopilot how do i do that so the first thing is i i've got to again start being aware i've got to start paying attention mm. and it's it's funny how we don't even realize how we don't pay attention to so much of our days and times and, and lives. And a, a great example of this is, have you ever driven somewhere that you've driven dozens of times before and you get there, but you get there and you honestly don't remember driving there, mm -hmm. right? That kind of stuff happens. I got from A to B. But if I stop and think, well, do I remember each part of that trip? A lot of times we don't, because mm. even though we were there doing what we were doing, we were kind of on autopilot mm -hmm. because mm. our minds might have been thinking about that conversation from yesterday, mm -hmm. or I might be thinking about the thing I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. And in my head, I'm everywhere but right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so even though my body and brain can take me places, I'm not paying attention, which means I'm missing things that are going on. I'm missing opportunities maybe. I'm missing ways to make me feel better because I'm feeling something from back there or out there. So being present and being in the moment, paying more attention is again, puts you in a place of choice. And it really is a powerful place to be. So autopilot gets in the way, really start practicing because it does take some practice just when you're feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed or nervous take a moment and actually stop take a breath it just takes one breath and maybe there's a million things going on in my head take a pen and write them down on a piece of paper 
just get right now in the moment because sometimes what we'll feel what we'll realize is if I'm not in the moment and I think I have a million things I have to do when I put them on paper I don't have a million things I have four things yeah yeah but I've run them in my head so many times that I've revved my my emotions up and my stress and anxiety up I feel a lot of pressure because that's my autopilot I'm just gonna keep thinking and thinking and thinking dump it out and all of a sudden you go oh I have four things to check off and immediately those stress levels start to come down so autopilot start to pay attention and train yourself teach yourself give yourself permission to move off of autopilot and into the present moment what do I need to do now what do I want to do now what's one thing I can take care of now and you'll get off of autopilot which gets in the way of mm -hmm, confidence mm -hmm, mm -hmm. confidence comes down stress yeah. goes up yeah when you get in the moment and you take control by taking one action your confidence immediately comes up and it writes that stress yeah every single time so self-talk gets in the way and we talked about what you can do to to practice Confid getting away from that or changing mm -hmm. that autopilot get in that present moment and and take one action just one because action every time you take action you build confidence yeah if i'm just thinking about something or talking about something i'm actually raising the stress level not the confidence level the only time my confidence is going to go up is if i do something yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. the other thing that gets in the way if you find yourself thinking about doing something or talking about doing something stop and just go do it exactly and all of a sudden boom confidence writes itself mm. pretty quickly mm -hmm. it looks like everything you've just said uh has to do with our mindset everything starts with the mind it starts up here so is what you think if you're going to be stressed the things you think about uh, that is what is going to cause you st stress even right from everything you have said it starts with the mind so Absolutely. you as the individual need to kind of train your mind to do what you want it to do so you are not stressed and by doing the, the number of things you have talked about you'll be able to overcome stress and build confidence yes and Sheila you know with what you just said mm -hmm. if you think about it human beings were just machines yeah. if you think about it and and what typically happens with things like stress or confidence is we have a thought yeah that thought creates a feeling or an emotion yeah and that feeling or emotion yeah. creates a behavior exactly so we think yeah. it, we feel it, and then we behave. So if in my head I'm thinking, uh-oh, I can't do this. This isn't going well. It's going to make me feel a lot more stressed and anxious, which is going to start coming out, and you're now going to see I'm stressed or anxious mm. because I, I might start looking around. I might start moving in my chair. My foot might start going under the table. I might start clicking my mm -hmm. pen or tapping it. It comes out as a behavior. So that's usually how we work so if you change these thoughts to yeah. something more empowering yeah acknowledging what could go wrong wow i don't know the answer to that yeah that's okay yeah i know where to get the answer yeah. so i can say something like i don't know but i can get that for you 10 minutes after we walk out the door yeah 
I just took a, a thing that could have been really bad. Oh, no, I don't know the answer. They're not going to think I know what I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness, I could lose my job if they mm -hmm. don't think I know what I'm talking about. And we just spiral, right? Yeah. And we go to the worst case scenario very quickly. If I acknowledge the thing that could be an uh-oh or make me feel something that, uh, oh, it's a little stressful, but immediately give myself that other side, I've created, because of my thoughts that I've chosen, a different feeling. And now I feel okay. Yeah. I certainly don't feel more stressed. And it's going to let me physically be a little more calm and, and confident right i i'll probably be sitting back as opposed to moved up like this yeah. that behavior is i you start to close off or protect yourself so you can see that in body language as opposed to if you have thoughts that serve you and write that confidence a little bit more what happens is you notice you're probably more open you're more approachable right yeah. and all of a sudden now there's a more of a connection you're making eye contact exactly. you might be smiling mm -hmm. or you're your energy is going to be much more positive and, and contagious in a very positive way. Yeah, yeah. So the opportunities to do that by just connecting that thought, feeling, behavior, it all starts here. You're absolutely right. Exactly. Exactly. How can we overcome the, um, the fear of public speaking? So one of the things I, I as a, a confidence coach, I work mm -hmm. with a lot of people with public speaking. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of things that, that, that people don't often think about as why they don't care for public speaking mm. uh, uh, are kind of interesting because I, most people have a, at least a little discomfort with public speaking, if, if not a lot. A lot yeah. of people have a, a, a real challenge with that, and, and so many of the things that we talked about go into that, right? Because as yeah. soon as somebody yeah, asks yeah, you yeah. to get up and speak yeah, yeah. what happens the first thought is oh my goodness what yeah, will people yeah. think of me oh no what if i embarrass yeah, yeah, myself yeah. what if i don't do it right and we did it's like the picture right we pick the picture up again and yeah. we're like i'm mm, gonna find seven mm, mm. things i don't like about me yeah right and and the reality is nobody's ever thinking the things we think about ourselves they're not thinking that about us they're listening to get something that if you can tell me something that can help me in my life I'm all about me. I'm waiting for you to tell me something that I can use in my life. I'm not even really paying attention to any of the stuff you think yeah. we're paying attention to. So that mindset shift of it's not about me is probably one of the most powerful things to really get that in your mind as a mantra. If I'm communicating, if I'm speaking, there's probably a reason, and that reason is probably – because I might know something somebody else doesn't, let me share it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not presenting, I'm not speaking, I'm sharing yeah. is what I'm doing. And when I share, it's not about me, it's about them. How can I help them? What can I help them understand? What can make their lives better, their jobs easier? Mm. Let me share that with them. That takes some of that internal pressure and focus off and puts the focus more outward. Which, which can quickly help that stress level come down a bit again. Mm. Another thing too is, especially if people are, are scripting out things or memorizing things, which is very common. And again, I wanna memorize it perfectly because I don't wanna be embarrassed. I don't wanna, I, I want it to be a certain way. I want it to be perfect. Higher to perfect, you will lose every time. So don't, yeah. don't set yourself up 
for that failure. It's unnecessary. Yeah. The idea is, and, and one of the things that so makes public speaking so uncomfortable for so many people is the fact that they have a script. The reason is 99.9% .9 of our lives are completely ad-libbed. We don't work with scripts in our lives. That's yeah. not how our brains function. And so we don't get up in the morning and go, Good morning, honey. I'm going to brush my teeth. <laughs> then I'm going to get caught. We, we are 100% off script in life. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that makes public speaking so, so uncomfortable for so many people is that they try and go to a script. And the, the danger in that is one, your brain's going, wait, what? Just just talk, just yeah. have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. put some, some bullet points, points. trigger points down and talk about it so you know where you're going next and next and next. You do it every day, mm -hmm. but we don't think about that it that way. Yeah. Uh, you, so that that's one of the biggest things is you know, don't ever, don't ever give another presentation in your life if you have to do that. Nothing's a presentation. Everything's a conversation. Yeah. And you have those all day long. You're really good at that. And if someone's asked you to speak to anybody, they're not going to waste their time having you talk about something that person already knows. Yeah. Nobody's going to waste their time. Yeah, exactly. They're going to ask you to speak because you know something they don't, and it might help them. So if you can think a little differently about how can I just talk every day and know my stuff and be pretty comfortable with that, how do I take exactly that and do that same thing here when I'm in front of this group or these people or that person? So again, that's the mindset shift. You already do it well in one area. You can do it well in another area, but we often think of them as two very different things. I'm either having a conversation, talking to people, or I'm doing a presentation. Yeah, yeah. And in presentation mode, our brains shut down. Because if I'm on script and somebody opens the door for a second and I look, <gasps> I completely lost yeah. where I was. Yeah. And, and talk about the stress levels going through the roof, right? But if I'm on a conversation and I get sidetracked, I can stop and go, that's right. So let me tell you about this part, because I think this is going to be really helpful for you. I can see where I'm going next, but I'm just having the conversation sharing what I know. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple of things to think about a little bit differently yeah. that, that really can help. And again, the idea is we call it stress management, mm -hmm. not stress elimination. Oh, yeah. So the goal isn't to get your stress to go away, because stress can be helpful sometimes mm -hmm. it, it can make us when you're passionate when there's a little stress in a positive way it means you care exactly so that, that's not a thing the idea is if the stress levels go up to where they've taken over that's a dangerous place to be the idea is what are a couple things i can whether it's to tell myself something different oh no this isn't going well you know what it's going perfectly fine just keep sharing if they have questions, they'll ask and you can answer. It's not, a, it's not a problem. Or the stress levels go up here. Give yourself permission to just take a couple of breaths. Yeah. Right? And it brings the stress levels down. The goal is to be able to manage the stress. So get it back in this range where it's there. That's okay. But it's not taking over. And, and you know what? Something as simple as taking a couple breaths 
this goes back to talking to yourself mm. like you'd talk to a friend. Mm -hmm. If someone you know is stressing out, what's the first thing we tell them to do? Breathing, breathe out. Take a couple of deep breaths, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, now tell me what's going on. But we don't give that same wonderful, simple advice to ourselves. Exactly. We know how to fix everyone mm -hmm. else. When we look at ourselves, we're at a complete loss, even though it's the same thing. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Those are beautiful points you made out there. As we wrap up, what will your final message be to our listeners? Boy, you know what? If, if I was going to say, if I can give two quick little things. Yeah. I, I mentioned perfect or perfection, trying yeah. to be perfect. You know, so much of our stress comes from our expectations. Exactly. Hmm. And we, as silly as this may sound to some people, ditch your expectations. Yeah. And just go do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens is a lot of times with expectations, we're, we're painting a picture of perfect. Yeah. And if we don't meet that picture or that yeah. expectation, yeah. the feeling is I've failed or I could have or should have done more. Exactly. I should have been mm. better. The reality is the, the goal is never perfection. The mm. goal is progress, mm -hmm. right? If my expectation was here and I got to here, I want to focus on, look how far I came. Wow. And if I keep going, I'm going to keep getting better and better. Exactly. But if I did all this work and I missed this by that much, if I focus here, boy, do you do yourself a disservice. Mm. So celebrate the wins. Always focus on wh what you've done, not what you still need to do, right? If you're looking forward going, I still have such a far way to go stop and turn around and look backwards and look at look how far i've come i did all of that exactly yeah that again is a way to, to immediately bring that confidence up ditch that that stress a little bit farther down yeah so that that's an absolute key and the only thing you know that i would say is whether it's you know with your family whether it's in a work situation you know for example in a work situation Everybody above you already believes in you, <laughs> or you wouldn't be in the position you're in. Yeah, yeah. The key is find the people who already believe in you and believe them. Yeah. If that's family members who tell you you're really good at this, or you're always the go-to person for us for this, don't don't say, oh, it's not a big deal. Own that. What you do well and that other people value you for and believe in you for you need to start valuing yourself for that and you need to start believing in yourself for that because everyone else isn't lying to you i promise yeah. chances are we're lying to ourselves yeah 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 and so mm. believe in yourself and own your true value and believe people when they tell you that you're good at that and that's who you are because they're they're not going to lie to you i promise wow Wow. We've shared a lot of things, so many things. I believe that in this time and this age, there's a lot of stress being thrown out there. You know, stress here and there. Everyone is going through some form of stress. So I believe that the little we've shared on this episode today is going to make a lot of impact to anybody who will be privileged to chance on this episode and will have the opportunity to listen to it. We'd like to say a massive thank you, Robin, for coming on podcast with Sheila today. 
Oh, my pleasure again, Sheila. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share with your listeners. Great. If you've been listening in, this has been season two, episode 57 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a, a new episode is released. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Uh, prayer for you this week is that you rise above all obstacles in life. Until we meet again.